Hi, everyone. Welcome to Jack AM FM, the audio only version of Jack AM, the uh, daily live streaming morning show on Twitch. Yeah. Hey, if you want to watch the live stream version, we're 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. 9 a.m. Pacific. And that's uh, twitch.tv slash Jack AM. But if you're listening to this, you're listening to the podcast version. And hey, we're going to try to upload these uh, within two days of every live Twitch stream. If we miss an episode, and you really, really want the podcast version, go ahead and DM us. But otherwise, we're going to be putting these up as often as humanly possible on, yeah. on our podcast. Um, so uh, if we fall behind, we will come back. And uh, we know some people prefer the podcast version, so we're going to do our best to keep it as updated as possible. So enjoy Jack AM FM. And if you like what you see, check out twitch.tv slash jackam every weekday, 7 to 9 a.m. Pacific. <laughs> All right, hello everyone. Well, there we go. They you caught they caught you know the naval flash. The first thing we start with probably get us banned from the channel. Uh, Doctor Fuzz is here. Kate is here. What's going on, Kate? How you doing? Are you stealing valor with that? Yeah. You are stealing valor. Wow. It's Kate and <laughs> it's an all new, brand new. That's the idea. All right. Good morning, Kate. How are you? It's Monday, everybody. It's Monday. Welcome to it's the another show. Another one. I'm back. I'm not sick any longer. Welcome to the show. It's Monday. Not sick any longer. We didn't. Uh, I didn't. You know, we missed Friday. Did you see Kenny no, back there? Like shit. There's Kenny back there. Kind of, kind of uh, camouflaged. A little bit camouflaged back there. You know, is your mic on? No, no it's not, huh? Hey everyone, welcome. Welcome to Monday's show. As you all know, this is Baby Filter Monday. Baby Filter Monday. We're going to be doing baby filters on Snapchat all day long. Uh, we're yeah. going to be doing the Snapchat. I don't know if that's what we're going to do all we're day long. We're going to be doing long. the Snapchat baby filter <laughs> no, we're doing it all, all day, long. day long. They have a baby filter? So I haven't seen it. Yeah, there's a filter on the thing. I mean, Kate was. Kate sent me images from it. Which were just disgusting, to be honest with you. <laughs> the hell? <laughs> Hold on. Should I should I put this? Yeah, should I put these show in us. the computer? Yeah, show us. Okay. Should I just pull like put it on the camera or should I put it no, in the put it on the computer? Okay, let me do that do really quick. Do it properly. Let me do that really so quickly. So do you have this horrendous? It's <laughs> do you have horrendous. Snapchat, Dr. Fuzz? I do have a Snapchat. Okay, open up Snapchat. You don't have to post anything. You just have to take the <laughs> picture with the And and know. there's a filter that turns your face into a baby. All right, I'm doing it now. This is what yeah. people do on morning shows, and we're a yeah. This is the kind of shit that you would show. do on like a Good Morning America yeah. or something that like, like that. Hoda would do. Yeah. yeah, Hoda would do that. We're shit. gonna channel our Hoda and all become baby filters. And hey, if you have a baby filter that you want us to share, tweet it at us, and we'll post it on the show today uh, <laughs> at Jack AM on Twitch. That's the Twitter handle. All right. Well, we'll get up the. Uh, like Jack and Kate babies, I guess, really quickly. That's what that's what's happening today. All right, let's see. I didn't really prepare for this. It's baby filter Monday. It's baby filter. By the way, I, I also have an array of truly horrendous topics today. I'll tell you what. The last one especially, I was like, holy fuck, this is like very dark actually. Extremely dark. So you have that uh That'll be coming up pretty soon, everybody. None that of these will be filters coming up. work. 
for me. Really? Because of my mustache. So like, yeah. Oh. Do you get that too? Where I, like, I have a little. It's bit supposed of that. to erase your mustache. But it it doesn't all it the doesn't way. It doesn't always so it looks do like it a for weird, me. Like, That's stain. fine. You can still. The same. You, hey, do you want to do you want to do you want to send that to Jack so we can put it on the screen? Oh yeah. Yeah. Send it. DM it to me on Twitter is the easiest way gotcha. actually for me. Okay. Um. So okay. it's baby filter Monday, Jack. How do you like the filters? I don't care about them. You were said you were on vacation or you know out of town, and you sent me one, and I was like, "Oh, this will be fun for me to do." You know, I'll do one too. That's fun. Look, and, we uh, got one from Shake and Bakey. Wow. Okay. Wow. There we go. See, it is too weird. It's a shaken baby. Oh, shaken baby. It's a little too <laughs> weird. It's a little too weird. Shaken uh... baby. All right, I'll bring up the ones of me and Kate. There's so... shaken baby. There's me. Here's me <laughs> as a baby. <laughs> Sorry, there it is. Without it's the a stuff. disgusting because you had like a weird naked man body. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh yeah, I did take it when I was in bed shirtless. <laughs> so I am in a, I am like nude as a baby would be. <laughs> Ew. And here's the really nasty ones from Kate. <laughs> I like too it. It's weird. I really look like a baby. <laughs> it's really way That's too so weird. Strange. This one. <laughs> I look good. <laughs> if you're listening to this as the podcast version yeah. of the show, you're just missing out. You're just missing out. You're just missing out. I don't know what to tell you because, well, <laughs> if I could describe, Jack, can you visually do describe this? I mean, it's Kate, you know, with a smile there, <laughs> kind of in a facial shape and larger eyes, like a like a baby would have, <laughs> like a baby. Uh, and here's the here's another nasty one. There's one that <laughs> turned out gross. <laughs> that turned out just fucked up. <laughs> I don't know why, as a baby, why is it making your teeth like black or something? Why is it's, it darkening you know it's your doing? teeth? It's cutting my teeth in half, so they're short little uh, baby teeth. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. So they're short little baby teeth. That's nasty that it does that. It, yeah, no, none there of you go. guys tried smiling. <laughs> there I am. <laughs> All right, do we have Dr. Fuzzes? Do we have yours? Did you send it to me? I sent it, but okay, mine's cool. not as good as yours. Well... I look it's the same. Still pretty bad. That's pretty good. It's still pretty bad. Why do they do this? Why is this? Uh, why does uh, Snapchat? Why do they make this technology exist? I guess would be my big question. <laughs> why? Why do they do it? Hey, no one else has tweeted us their baby pictures. All right, there we go. There's Doctor Fuzz. Yeah, the mustache does match it up a little bit, but it is. It's pretty good. Oh, you look like a little baby there. And they have a little know? pacifier falling out yeah, of your the, mouth. The little pacifier comes out. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, that's the baby. Well, we have Jack's actual baby baby pictures. Oh yeah, here. my mom sent those. Of course, are sounds working for us? Oh fuck me, are they not? Did we get any sounds? Hmm, I don't know. I, I think so. I haven't heard any. Let me see. Let me. Uh, Here's Jack's actual see. baby photos. They should be working. I don't know. There's one. Yeah, turn this up. Right. Jack on a little pool. There's the baby photos of me. Here's another one. And there I am also laying <laughs> down as a baby. There's Jack as a baby. Well, have we seen these already? We'll see them again. All right. Mm-hmm. We've seen them already. Wait, no. Oh, there's, there's more? more? Oh, Jesus. There's this one. Oh, a glamour shot. Wow. Oh, you're getting a little belly rubbed. <laughs> wow. And you like it? And I think it's funny. I don't think anything. Now I'd be like, it's a little bit boring. I'm not that. In, like, the <laughs> belly rub thing is like, we've seen it before. Wait, to be let's honest try with you. it. Okay. Yeah, it's not, I've seen it before, so it's really not that interesting. 
Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Third act problems. I agree with end this. Here's segment. the other baby photo of Jack. He's gonna get us banned. That? That's feet. Yeah. <laughs> That's this is just too much. Nudity. All right. Were you Ann Getty's baby? LOL. You look like right. you look uh, like someone it, says baby dying on a hill. That is a baby. <laughs> someone do a Photoshop of this wow. baby dying on a hill, please. Do, why did you ask someone to do a Photoshop of me as an infant dying? <laughs> what the hell do you? What's wrong? Because that's you? funny as fuck. No one tweeted us their Snapchat baby right. filters. So yeah. this segment is over. Did, right. uh, but that's it. That's Don't post naked pictures of babies. They end up getting circulated by pedophiles. I'm like, are you kidding me? But Is I'm that also true? like, it's me. So it's do I, I? I'm like, I'm like, I have to sit with myself and be like, do I care if my personal baby nude <laughs> gets circulated by pedophiles? <laughs> I mean, I, that's something I just have to, you know, come to terms with and try to, to figure out. I don't know. To, that's your journey. That's I your know. journey. You know. Anyway. All right. <laughs> well, uh, I don't have a choice now. Wait, I guess. shaking bakey. We showed yours. We showed yours. Yeah, we did. We showed again. All right, there we go. This is shaking, shaking, baking. The chat said, "Wow, I guess I'm a nobody." Shaking, baking. Maybe you just said nobody sent the. Uh, no, I said nobody sent like an after shaking, baking. After shaking, baking. Shaking, baby. baby. Shaking, right. baby. Well, uh, <laughs> we're not working on a little baby, okay? This is just Snapchat baby filter Monday. No, we're on sex. Fart- we're on sex strike. <laughs> we're right on now. sex strike. Jack Fartzler says Jack and Kate, are you guys working on a little baby? No, not until the not until they all no. change the abortion laws. We're on sex strike. Sex until strike. Then. Sex and strike. So sex I saw strike. someone said, and I agreed with this actually that um, if you are a man and you know your wife or, or girlfriend is on sex sex strike, then there we are. We can hear it now. Wow. The jacking off is scabbing. Good actually. morning. I saw someone tweet that that jacking off is actually scabbing. It if is. Your wife or girlfriend is on sex strike. Oh, so, it is. Um, oh, it call is. Call me a scab, I guess. <laughs> I'm. A, I've been scabbing too. <laughs> Am I scabbing just by working at a sex shop? Yes, you yeah. are. You're you're enabling scabbing. That's what you're doing. All right. Thanks, word, another word. I'm just joking. I don't jack off. That's disgusting. All right. It's time to watch another episode of, or another uh, two minutes <laughs> of a, a, a hint of Holmes and a watch of Watson. We're watching it at uh, 1.5x speed uh, at two minutes per purchase. Kate, are you excited? No. Well, we said we're going to watch it anyway. All right. Here we go. Okay, watch the volume on it, because when I was editing the podcast version of the show, this was way louder than everything else. All right, let's see what happens. Could it be, is Grace truly a doctor? Are her feelings of affection genuine? Then she's innocent. Watson, get up. We need to go see my brother. I love you, Grace. The legendary Diogenes Men's Club. Home of London's most awkward gentleman and my brother. Holmes, I can't believe you're a brother. What yes, is this? But we're nothing alike. Like. He's an heir who never appreciates the people around him. Well, well, well. So you are finally seeking your brother's help. Oh, so I'm not surprised. In this vague assembly of limbs and fatty tissue, Mycroft I assume it's Dr. Watson. Holmes, <laughs> that was a great Who one. is this? So, shall I get started? What? Oh, sh- 
I know it's house, Watson, but is it? Please, we're in the middle of Mind a conversation. Holmes, the Can you see? Brother. The two most brilliant minds in all of England have a fraternal bond. Words are an inefficiency. We communicate without words, silently, from giant brain to giant brain. Of course. I'll join you as I see fit. <clears throat> I can spare a few minutes to solve your little mystery and help quench your thirst for public adulation. My Money. thirst is for logic. I don't care what the public thinks of London's best-loved detective, Sherlock Holmes. Thoughts? Uh, Mimi Talkie. Mimi Talkie, you find killer. Mimi Talkie, we find killer. Watson. All right, that's it. It's just a nightmare at this point. It's just like, it's truly too yeah. much or something. How much is left? I don't even know. <laughs> it looks like a lot, like a decent chunk. Like a, more than halfway through. 26 minutes is left. Hey, we got this. So we have we have 13 Woo. more purchases of... Uh, so it's up to you in the chat over there to help us to get through the, the next... To get through this 26 shit. So we can, What's that divided by two? Uh, 26. I said 13. 13. Lucky 13. 13. 13 more. Holmes and 13 Watson's. reasons why and we're you done. should give us bits. We're done at that point. We will not ever watch Holmes and Watson again unless it gets voted for again. No! We'll include it no, in all no. the... <laughs> yeah, Holmes and Watson at 3X. I also voted for Harmontown. I voted for Harmontown. Hey, don't blame me. I voted for A Minute of Mason. Don't blame me. All right. Uh, um. You know, before we get into uh, this uh, Queeby catch-up... I actually want to do this other topic quickly, uh, da, 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 which is this bizarre. Did you see this, Kate? The uh, teach Estonian foot rot. Thing? No. Well, that's because, of course, it's an no. anagram for uh, State of the Cartoonian. This is so that is stupid. once again an Ugh. anagram uh, of State of the Cartoonian. <laughs> uh, so we'll be watching the brand new State of the Cartoonian, fresh. Off Why do you uh, do the this? Sunday show, uh, we have a brand new State of the Cartoonian, and uh, let's give it a watch. Christ. Cheese and rice. <laughs> uh, where's one that says media mode? Well, oh, yeah. give it those now it is. Oh, no. Welcome back. Tonight, we will finally find out who will sit on the Iron Throne as another candidate emerges to make Westeros great again, and that's the subject of this week's State of the Cartoonian. <laughs> Game of Thrones does not take place in the Trump era, but there are resonant moments. And I'm not just referring to the time the president invoked the show on Twitter or his constant calls for a wall. We're going to build a beautiful, big, strong wall. After all, the president does not seem to know that the most famous medieval wall from the show, the Wall of the North, notoriously Hasn't he made this point before? He already did. This is like, we've seen this one. Author George R.R. Martin has compared President Trump's emotional maturity with that of his creation, King Joffrey. I am the king. I will punish you. But I am not king. I am president. And Martin has acknowledged the parallel between climate change and the existential threat of the White Walker ice zombies, whose existence the ruling Lannister family once denied. That's a great drawing. Serious at all? I think it's another bad joke. <clears throat> Game of Thrones, like President Trump, clearly has a suspicion about political elites. Beautiful drawing. Corrupt, such as the Lannisters, or stuck in their ways, such as the Starks, or corruptible <laughs> hypocrites, such as Khaleesi. They can live in my new world. That's what or she is, a corruptible hypocrite. And of course, the whole show, like the presidential race, is about who will rule. 
how ruthless they are willing to be. They're not going to wow. win against me. Wow. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> oh, fuck. That is truly funny. Wait, I what? I again. missed it. The ending. Watch this ending. And how ruthless they are willing to be. <laughs> They're not going to win against me. Trump flying around on the Twitter bird. That's pretty funny. Burning That's down like King, actually King's good, Landing. Jack. No, it's not. That's like actually good, Jack. No. <laughs> you liked it genuinely. You no, did genuinely I was like laughing at him. No, you genuinely liked it. No, I it. didn't. And look at the Jake up there. I actually, you know what I would really like? You know how they sell like individual cells of like uh, like old Looney Tunes and stuff <laughs> like that? I want this cell. I want this signed yeah. <laughs> State of the Cartoonian <laughs> cell. I want the original cell uh, of this frame um, <laughs> to put up in my home because it's gorgeous. It's a gorgeous uh, frame. Anyway, that's the uh, state of the cartoonian, everybody. We we do those every Monday. When we do them every Monday. When Jake actually fucking lives up to his side of the bargain. Yeah. And makes one every week. Yeah. You know, because some weeks, Jake some weeks. Jake slacks. Jake slacks a little bit. Jake slacks. You know, when the Mueller report came out, we didn't see a new state of the cartoonian. I'm like, okay, <laughs> so much for the fourth estate. Uh-oh. Okay. All right. Jake Slacker is right. Hey, Kate, it's time for another Queeby Ketchup. Ketchup. It's been a while. It's been a while since we've had a Queeby Ketchup. Uh-huh. Uh, but this one actually is, uh, this one's pretty good. This one's pretty good. And I actually think it, it reminds me a lot of what you said uh, another time uh, uh, that we talked about Queeby on here. A quick billion? Yes. You made the joke that it was a quick billion, okay? Um, which I think is one of the funny ones. Uh, one of the funny jokes that hey, we made Hey, women on this can show. be funny. I, that's not what I was talking about, but I'm saying, yes, okay. yes, you were funny. You know, I agree that women can be funny, of course. Anyway. Um, what got deleted there? What? Whatever, I'll figure out the topic later. What, I, did, I didn't delete anything, I don't I think. think. So. Uh, whatever, I don't know. Uh, it's the Queeby Quetchup, where we're learning from Quatzenberg and no, I didn't. Whitman. I think I maybe forgot to put something on there then. Uh, all right, everyone. Well, uh, Kate, you said before that Quibi was a quick billion, and that has turned out to be true, uh, because yeah. Quibi is seeking uh, another billion in funding, uh, in new funding, before they uh, launch... The uh, the product here, so uh, they're Quibi, already de- they already used up their one billion. So that was the first quick billion. They need another quick How, billion. What, that was less than a. We haven't even been doing the show for we a year. We haven't even seen the you know the the series where Zac Efron goes and does stuff. Or whatever. oh my god, with the they re- need another Quibi. I, I, oh my god! So Quibi, of course. Can you imagine spending a billion dollars in like six months? So 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 uh, uh, Quibi, of course. You know, uh, for those just joining us, is the new mobile video streaming service headed by Hollywood and tech veterans Jeffrey Katzenberg and Meg Whitman. Uh, they got a billion dollars in funding last year before they even launched the product. So they're basically trying to make. Network TV shows. I've said it's like CBS. It's streaming CBS. They're trying. You know to make how Theranos took like a normal amount of blood, yeah, and made it this Small amount of to blood. Get that much out Qu- of it. Queeby is taking this amount of TV show and making this amount of. So TV the whole show. idea is that they're putting out like 
big budget TV shows in 10 minute chunks. They say because it's like a show you can watch while you're in line at Starbucks or whatever. But really it's because no. they don't want to pay like uh, union wages and this right. lets them pay like <laughs> this lets them pay adult swim rates for like, you know, prestige TV or whatever. Uh, um, but before it is even launched, we need to they need to raise an additional 1 billion after the first uh 1 billion that they uh that they <laughs> that they raised. Um, so they're planning to raise an additional $1 billion to help fund the streaming service. Uh, Quibi and its initial financing raised money from a variety of investors, including film studios, Warner Brothers, tech companies like Alibaba, and Silicon Valley firms, including Madrone Capital Partners. Uh, Quibi's, Quibi, Quibi's, Qu Quibi's quest, Quibi's quest for more capital, Quibi's quest for more capital, uh, so soon after its first round could be related to the sizable budgets it is committed to, pro to programming. Executives have been signing deals for shows with budgets as high, uh, $5 million per hour, which actually surpasses the money spent on broadcast and cable wow. shows. So they hmm. are... So the idea here at Quibi is that they are... First of all, they're not paying, like, talent that much more because no. the, these rates are at, like, below 10 minutes. But they're spending... They're budgeting shows at more expensive this than is, on this network is money TV. Laundering. This is money laundering. I actually think what this is is, like, it's not about the app. They're trying to, like, build up a library. They're trying to get all these investors to pay for them to build up their library. And the app is just bullshit. Like, no one's going to use the app. No okay, one's going to use darkness it as a monthly thing? service. <laughs> yes, yeah, so Kate's referring to uh, uh, one of the um, Meg Whitman. Meg Whitman. One of the things Meg, Meg Whitman is really bullish on in the Quibi app is that a lot of uh, apps don't. Um, the brightness is not good when you watch Netflix and stuff. So they actually have a brightness slider right in the Quibi app. Which, of course, if you use iOS, you'll know that there is. If you swipe up from the bottom of the screen, um, you know to the brightness. Up. Swipe up for brightness. Yeah. Uh, I guess yes, it is true that the, that the money is going to talent, but to like top level talent. Like it's like getting like what's his name? Uh, uh, it's getting you know. Hey, uh, I want to uh, know Jason Blum. I won't rest until I know just how much Zach Efron's Zach Efron's non-famous brother is making. I don't know. We don't. I I'll, think probably not as much. I want to know how much Zach Efron's not famous brother is making. Yes. Uh, so their their quest. He for more is capital. an entertainment worker. They've got a quest after their first Quibi for another Quibi. To, to spend through. They have a quest for more capital. Queeby executives, including Mr. Katzenberg and Ms. Whitman, have argued that their aim with bite-sized content is to offer entertainment for people during brief periods of downtime. For example, you know, uh, when you're waiting for the bus. Or another example for uh, when you're reading Jack's Twitter threads. Yeah, so it's the whatever. Instead uh, of reading Jack's Twitter threads. They say that this that puts was a some bad joke. between <laughs> Quibi and the fray of major media Damn companies. It. But as a new service, they will uh, be under pressure to make its case to consumers in the market. Uh, anyway, it's going to be expensive to launch Quibi. I think that they're just trying to uh, build up a library there with other people's money. Um, but hey, the whole idea with Quibi Quetchup was we were going to you know, watch Quibi <sighs> As it fails in real time before our very eyes, and I think I would say, I think I could say that you know them needing to uh, round up an additional billion dollars to um, get the uh, video app off the ground. I think that we're on track. I think that we are on track to uh, to watch it fail before our very eyes. All right. Well, that's it for the Queeby Ketchup, everybody. I used to sing a song about the Queeby Ketchup, but I don't feel like it. Sing I don't it. Feel like it. Sing it. It's the Queeby Quetchup who, I don't know. I don't know. There's no singing.
I don't know how to sing anymore. We're not. I don't. I don't. I don't have what it Jack, is. Jack, singing is just song. like singing is just like talking. Jack, it's like we be quiet. I I don't remember because it's Make like up a Garner one. Um. Come on, Jack singing is just like talking. You it, can do it. <laughs> it's the Queeby Quetch Up where we learn about Queeby and uh, as it fails in real time. Queeby Quetch Up. That's the Queeby Quetch Up. All right, that's very nice. How wonderful. Oh, wonderful. All right, Kate. Uh, so fucking Swamp, 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 Psalm West. Psalm West. Psalm West. Yep. So what's up with Psalm? Psalm. So I understand well, that we took the day off on Friday, so we didn't get a chance to report on this. They have a, oh, thank you, Lori Easy, for the sub. But um, can nine we, months. Wow, your Jack AM baby. Jack, and, that's is why born. it's Baby Filter Monday. Because it's <laughs> nine months, I guess. Jesus Christ, you've given birth to a baby show. Wow. Um. All right. Thanks. So I mean, listen. They na- they named their kids the, Psalm. Their newest. Kid be a surrogate, Psalm West. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. Like, what are Psalms? P-S-A-L-M. Psalms are like, uh, like little poems in the Bible I, I or think, something? I what don't are they? Know. What's a psalm? It's, like, it's a sacred so song or yeah. hymn. Okay, it's, so they're little poems in the Bible. It's like in the middle of the Bible, there's a collection of uh, poems in there. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know. So they named a, they named their is it a boy or girl psalm? It's a boy psalm. psalm they now West. have two boys, two girls. Kim has said that Psalm West is like Chicago's twin. I don't know. Mm-hmm. People say that about their kids. I don't know. Oh Jesus, that the fucking. This is the Sunday service. I guess they got rained out. That's why they're in a not in the hillside. I mean. It's like it, it's just whatever. I They're starting a cult. I mean, I do kind of like the singing. <laughs> I guess it's fine. They're talented. Yeah, why not? Let let Kanye start a cult, I guess. Let Kanye whatever. start a cult. Everybody leave him alone. Let him start a cult over there, okay? Can everybody fucking leave him alone? He just wants to start a religious cult. I mean, the music is beautiful. They're really good. There's Kanye, do you see him? Back there? Behind the DJ? Or the organist? I'm not sure which is which. (laughs) Who are all these people? Do they pay to be there? Yeah, they pay like $1,000 a month. Oh my... I mean, they're pretty good, right? Yeah, I, you know, it seems transcendent. I don't Let's know. Let's save up and I, join. I, I definitely think Psalm West is a branding move towards the Kanye uh, yes. Sunday service. Yes, I think um, so. Which is also strange. Kind of weird, huh? Kind of strange. They, he's making all these religious clothes, too, and selling them for a lot of money. All good. I, it, whatever. It seems no, like I mean, of course it's not good. If we're if we're in the late stage of capitalism, why not be also in the late stage of Christianity? Well, that's all one and the same thing. Why not? <laughs> I think it's fitting, and I think it's. <laughs> I'm not saying. I it, don't think it's. I'm not I, saying I, I it's, it's good. Fitting, I think it's fitting for the end uh, for the. Like, I'm not saying it's good, but it's fitting for the end of days. I think it's fitting for the end times in America that there's going to be like a new like celebrity religion for only rich people to join and stuff. Like, yeah, sure, why not? Another Scientology, but yeah. Kanye's doing it this time. The that's music okay. is better when it's you know Kanye doing it. 
Not yeah. saying it's good. <laughs> Joe's saying that's why he had to quit doing his Sunday service. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That sucks, Joe. Do I support Colts? No. <laughs> I don't. And I never endorsed Kanye's Sunday service. I just said the music's better than Scientology. Can't I say that? They're, you know what they're going to do? Can't I say that? Aren't they already running a church? Michael like a Fuzz, scam can't or I say like that? that? Yes. Don't they run a church as a tax scammer already? Uh, they or are, they've been doing that for years. Hold on. Let me see if I can find anything on that. Um, yeah. I yeah, mean, they, it's a, the, the Kardashians already run a tax scam, right? This is probably just like a way for them to not have to pay taxes on the new line of clothing, and then they're just accidentally going to yeah, start so a this, fucking this is religious like, cult. This is actually from 2016. It's old news, but they're, they're, they, I think Kanye got wind of this and was like, no, I don't. They were like, it's fraud. And he was like, well, this. what if we actually. So, believe? breaking news Kardashian church caught in tax scandal. Um, Basically, they used to be doing it through uh, another church, like some guy they knew, yeah. and they would just like. And then know. they started their own church. Yep. Little is known about the inner workings of Life Change Community Church, the mysterious church founded with the support of Chris Jenner and frequented by, frequented by her extended family. Um, they've donated thousands of dollars to the organization. That the financial republics had never been made public until now. Um, basically, they they. The church management failed to pay thousands in taxes in its early years. Um, they were hit by lien. So they, they fucked this up the first time. So now they have to actually be a religion. And they're now, gonna, they have, they're, now they're, the they're doing break. it properly. They're doing they're it like, properly. They're going to do this. Like, Chris was like, Kanye, you know, this is, it's, maybe you can no, help us out yeah. by doing a religion. Chris was like, I think Kanye was like, oh, you guys are like, I think he Kanye found out about Hillsong and was like, "Oh, like I could do better than Hillsong." And Chris was like, "Well, we could put this together." Because Hillsong's music is all like Imagine Dragons and Make stuff. It's, party it's probably the, uh... not as good. I'm imagining that Hillsong's music is worse than Kanye's Sunday service. I mean, definitely. So Kanye was like, "Oh, church is about looking hot and having good music. Like yeah. I'll do that. I'll level that up." Yeah. And how much does Hillsong make? Oh, they're a mega church. Yeah. International mega church. Yeah. I could do better. All right. That's what he's doing. Yeah, I mean, I do think the baby is named after the church or whatever. And uh, wow, what a what a weird little family there, you know. Kanye's a, a a real disappointment to me. And I was such a defender for such a long time. Hey, it's better than Hillsong. <laughs> That's like not a great distinction. All right, so Bush, George W. Bush, George W. Bush is uh, George W. Bush is. Institute, I guess, does a podcast called The Strategist. Yes, I heard about this. So I, I saw this online. I guess, you it's know, George late, W. Bush. Late night comedy with George W. Bush. So I listened to it. You actually, okay, so what is it? So first of all, it's like a podcast hosted by people who work at the George W. Bush Institute. And it's like, I guess so they can like interview the interesting people that come through the George W. Bush Institute mm -hmm. or whatever. Okay, uh, there's lots of demand in the chat for us to start a cult. I mean, we'll consider it, of course. We'll think about it. But well, uh, now that um, Bugmane is not a cult. Well, Bugmane is a corporation um, formed in L uh, in um, Delaware. Um, so uh, the Strategist podcast. Anyway, they had George W. Bush on, and he talked a little bit about comedy. Let's 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 listen. Oh, oops! I have to go to media mode. Let's listen now.
What happens when you cross the 43rd president, late night sketch comedy, and compelling conversation? The Strategerist, a podcast born from the word strategery, which was coined by SNL and embraced by the George W. Bush administration. We highlight the American spirit of leadership and compassion through thought-provoking conversations. And we're reminded that the most effective leaders are the ones who laugh. Well, we've got a pretty special episode today. First off, our co-host is Hannah Abney, who heads up our external affairs department. Hannah, thanks for waking up early this morning. You're welcome. And if you're at the Bush Institute and you have a podcast called The Strategist, you really have to get on the man himself, the 43rd president of the United States, President George W. Bush. Andrew, thank you. Hannah, it's good to see you. He's a murderer. I'm honored to be on The Strategist. He's a murderer. I'm honored to be on The Strategist. All right. This guy killed so many people. Why? A million Iraqis, right? A million. Anyway, let's listen. In. Let's, let's let's continue to listen. It's mostly just a fucking interview between him and his employees. This is like the dorkiest thing. It's like yeah. they started a podcast called The Strategist at the George W. Bush Institute. This is ridiculous. But I do like in here, Bush talks a little bit about comedy and his relationship with comedy. Like this is an interview with George W. Bush. About sketch comedy. Let's continue. <laughs> well, and so the name, The Strategist, is derived from strategery, which is supposedly a famous Bushism, but uh, I think there's a little bit of a story there. Well, there is a story. So uh, for 17 years, let's see, for, yeah, 17 years, I thought I said the word strategery. Uh, occasionally I would get my words mixed up. Uh, it's called a malapropism. <laughs> And uh, you didn't get that one. God, I no, forgot I, that he actually <laughs> does sound as goofy as the impressions. Yeah, of yeah him. no, he is. He's a fucking. He's a goofy ass fucking guy. guy. I, he's like a he's like a rich kid who like ran a uh, baseball. <laughs> team. Dear God, like that's what he is before yeah. he became like, what a governor. What a goofy like, ass fucking mass murderer. Yeah. Anyway, let's continue. Oh, I'd been researching it, uh, and so uh, Laura and I took Lauren Michaels, the head of Saturday Night Live or the producer, or the f- creator, to dinner. And uh, at one point in the dinner, he said, we created the word strategery. And I said, no, you didn't. I said it. And he <laughs> said, uh, no, no. Our, one of our great speechwriters came up with the word, and we basically stuck it on you. <laughs> and I said, you got to be kidding me, Lorna. For all these years, I thought I said strategery. And you're telling me I didn't? He said, that's right. I said, well, let me ask you, did the guy come up with misunderestimate? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, anyway, that's, I'm, I'm honored that the uh, malaprop that evidently I didn't come up with is uh, a part of the Bush Center. Uh, it's also funny. It's like uh, it is really funny. That he says that he calls the writers at SNL speech writers. <laughs> He's like, they, Lauren said that one of their great speech writers like came up with the word. He is truly dumb. <laughs> it is it is um kind of funny how dumb a war criminal can be because you think they have to be smart, but they don't. Does everybody um want to know if George W. Bush listens to podcasts? Oh, no, I don't want to know. Don't tell me. (laughs) Well, we're glad you're on our podcast. Do you listen to podcasts? Wait, how did she say podcast? I think she said plaidcrast. (laughs) She said, we're glad you're on our (laughs) plaidcrast. Just play that a couple more times. (laughs) Well, we're glad you're on our podcast. Do you? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I know that's not the joke that you're going for, Jack, but. You know what's really funny? She says 
pad class. You know what's funny is that they like this is a very cutty interview. It's like clearly one of those podcasts where you edit a million it. cuts. Edit it. They didn't re-record that. She she was like, "We're glad you're on our podcast." <laughs> our podcast. <laughs> She's so nervous. They're so nervous to be around George W. Bush. Pad class. Let's hear. Let's hear if uh, George W. Bush. I'd be nervous if I was around a war criminal. I don't want to get war crimed. That's not how it works with war criminals like that. They don't do it to people within the the border of the country. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Well, we're glad you're on our podcast. Do you listen? Ah! It's bad. It gets worse every time. It's about like Pat, the It's Pat character. You call it the Pat cast. It gets worse every time. It gets worse every time you hear it. Well, we're glad you're on our podcast. It's okay. actually podcast. Pa- she doesn't even say the D. It's like, we're glad you're on our podcast. All right. <laughs> well, we're glad you're on our podcast. Do you listen to podcasts? No. Okay. She well, corrects herself. I mean, she says, do you listen to podcasts? Okay, enough with noticing how she said it wrong. <laughs> we're supposed to listen to George W. Bush say he doesn't listen to podcasts. Okay, I know, but it's cr- the craziest pronunciation I've ever she says it wrong. heard in my little doggy life. Okay. <laughs> well, we're glad you're on our podcast. Do you? It's bad. <laughs> pad classed. It's pad classed. Oh, God. Pad it's classed. It really stings. Pad classed. Pad-ca? It stings, don't it? Pad-ca? Pad classed. Pad classed. Pad classed. Pad classed. Here, let's listen to it. <laughs> well, we're glad you're on our podcast. Do you? <laughs> wow. I'm going to freaking puke every time I hear it. I, I gag yeah, a little bit. Jag, make this a sound alert. We're on our podcast. Do you? <laughs> wow. I, is this mean? I don't want to be mean. It's clearly not how she pronounces it, it's a mistake. It's clearly a mistake because she corrects it in the next breath. Yeah. Let's let's hear it one more time. <laughs> well, we're glad you're on our podcast. Podcast? Podcast. Oh, so she, she probably ate dairy before she did this. So it nervous. sounds like a dairy a dairy bubble. <laughs> a <Yeah>. dairy bubble. <laughs> she was chugging. She's got a little burp. She's a little chugging burp a little milk. Up. She's chugging yeah. a little milk because she, yeah. she had coffee with milk. Yeah. But then she had too it's much the only milk. only way. She had too much milk. All right. Listen to podcasts? No. Okay. Well. I mean, I'll, of course, we'll listen to this one. So we want. He doesn't listen to podcasts. So anyway. you don't think he's a struggle session Doesn't listen fan. to Doughboys. He's not nah. a Doughboys guy. I think he could probably get into Doughboys. But, yeah, right. Uh, you feel like he'd be like a Doughboys guy. He'd at least Never be on a Doughboys session. You should ask him to go on Struggle Session. Yeah. Take you on. <laughs> so during our Engage event with Lauren Michaels that you were talking... So you went to dinner with him after our... So this is the... the this ha- That all happened at the Engage event with Lauren Michaels. What the fuck is an Engage <laughs> So during our event? Engage event with Lauren Michaels that you were talking... So you went to dinner with him after our Engage event. <laughs> Correct. A couple of years ago. Right? Yeah. And during that event, you said that a part of the past of the presidency includes humor because our nation needs to laugh. Yeah. So what's it feel like to be the guy that's providing that material? Uh, you know, it's just... What's it like to be the guy who's providing that material? <laughs> this is just bad. They're just, just part of the it's just part of the job. Uh, I think it is very important for uh, society and oh, individuals God. to either collectively or individually oh, laugh because laughter is such a, a part of a uh, a uh, light spirit. Comedy's done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Comedy's part of a light spirit. Wow. All right. Let's watch one more. 
Good no, night. he'll never laugh again. Uh, by the way, all me. the people he killed. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> in Iraq. Uh, by the way, I did watch him make fun of my dad, and you know his uh, the way he handled it was very instructive to me. Uh, one, uh, he just accepted it as part of the job. As a son, I didn't particularly accept it. Uh, the the humor on my dad, if it was particularly if it was biting, but like the humor which made dad. it easier for me when I became president to accept like uh, you know hu- uh, humor as part of the job. The other thing, though, is he he befriended Dana Carvey, oh. uh, and as a matter of fact, at the end of his presidency. When uh, he was that saying uh, had a farewell that party for the work. White House staff, he uh, surprised everybody with uh, Dana Carvey as the guest, and I thought it was uh, you know a great example of humility and yeah. uh, that's humility of humor. Yeah, there we go. Uh-huh. All right, everyone. That's right. that's about. I wonder how about. mad uh, George W. Bush got at like Dana Carvey. <laughs> like if he was like, I'm gonna kick. <laughs> I his mean, that ass. is funny that he's like, I didn't like the jokes on my dad. Yeah, like, like, like I wonder. If, you're right. At that event, was he like, I'm gonna beat that guy? Yeah, ass. yeah. Like, if I see him, beat him up. He's like all fucked up on coke. Yeah, and right. Drunk, exactly. like, hold me back. Jeb's like, no, stop, George. <laughs> you can't do that here, George. It's the White House. Because Jeb sounds like Daniel. Hey, kill. <laughs> <laughs> no, jo- George, stop. God damn it, George. <laughs> I think George W. Bush would be, would he be Boomhauer? No, no, no. But maybe. George W. would be Bill, right? Bill, who's the one that's the like conspiratorial? Kind no, of Dale. One? Dale? I feel like he's like Dale, a Dale-ish. But, uh, you know, Bill, maybe. He's kind of a Boomhauer. Bad cat. Yeah, a little bit, I guess. Good morning, Connor. We're playing uh, which members of the Bush family are king king of the hill characters. That's what Uh, we're playing right now. Jeb is Peggy, right? Jeb is yeah. Does well, he speak Jeb Spanish? is Hank Hill. I mean, no, I Jeb, like, you're right. Actually, Jeb he is, Peggy. is Peggy. He actually is Peggy. He is Peggy. He is Peggy. You're right. Hola, me llamo <laughs> Jeb Bush. <laughs> Donde está la father's disappointment? <laughs> wow. Okay. All right, Kate. We got a Garner Carner. Oh my God! Are you ready for this Garner Carner Jack? Mm-hmm. It's been so long, and you're gonna really like this one. <laughs> wow! Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> wow! Okay, good news for Burger the Flippers. Garner Carner about Jennifer Garner. She's everybody's favorite. Jennifer Garner, she's so nice that you don't think twice. When you see her on the street, you think, that's just neat. Okay, great. It's the Garner. Okay. Garner. There we go. There we go. All right. We got a headline for you. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. I could never wear horizontal stripes like that. Jennifer Garner and John Miller cooled off for a couple of months. Wow. Are reevaluating. Did she speak to a burger flipper? Did a burger flipper come up and and, and uh, he said that he took their jobs. Yeah. So wow, they're reevaluating. <laughs> As you uh, all know, John, John Miller, know John Miller, CEO of um, the Burger Flipper Company or something, Maui Technology or something. Yeah, shit. but it's like he he creates uh, robots that flip burgers to steal people's jobs. Anyway, that's it. Jack- right? John Miller. Who's John Miller again? Uh, John Miller. He is a. Uh, 
See, Burger Chain CEO John Miller. What the fuck is it though? He's, He's like he the makes something all, robotics. Oh yeah, look, okay, the Cali Burger Chain with fifty fast casual restaurants. I never heard it's of it. It's not on that mode. I never Cali. heard of it. I know, but I, I, we're leaving it there. I'm no, just okay. reading it. Uh, uh, I have never heard of it. I'm a California person. I'm a burger connoisseur. I am an absolute burger connoisseur, Cali by the way. Uh, oh, Miso Robotics. Miso yeah. Robotics. Flippy is the world's first autonomous robotic kitchen system developed by Miso Robotics that works along kitchen staff to assist in consistently prepare, preparing fresh-cooked burgers. Um, so, yeah. They're reevaluating. They're reevaluating. And uh, I got to say, I'm glad they're cooling off because I don't like her with this guy. I know, you know, all those celebrity gossip sites, they're like, oh, they're so cute. Like, she's yeah. fine as a normal, stable boyfriend. No, he's a fucking he's He looks like, like a fucking Skynet psychopath. Yeah. Look at this. <laughs> Look at this. You want to hit Firefox mode? Look can, at this guy. Can you once brag about how I always have to hunt and peck on that and you can never do? Can you just do? shut your damn mouth? <laughs> can you shut your trap? You yes, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> whore? You whore? What the hell? Are you, Ron, are you Ron Burgundy you here? You freaking whore. Are you Ron Burgundy? You freaking slut. All right. This guy, wow, he really does look like he's dying in this picture. He's like very uh, pale. He, he looks, looks sick. evil. He, he has looks the, sick. You know how when your conscience is guilty and it shows on your face? Yeah. There's something evil about he's, the man. He's turning into Gollum is what it yeah. is. He's turning into Gollum. <laughs> uh, it looks like Cali Burger only has like two locations in California. See, that's ridiculous. That's even. Yeah. that's not most even them, enough. <laughs> it's uh, mostly Seattle. So people in Seattle are going to Cali Burger. They're like, oh, this is probably like what burgers are like in California. Newsflash: Maryland, Washington who's the, DC. Who's Hong the Breitbart Kong. guy? Steve Bannon. Yeah, that's how Steve Bannon first started to look. <laughs> well, that was like his first shade. That's of Stephen pale. Bannon like six years ago. Yeah. Okay. All right. And then Sa- it just Saudi gets Arabia. worse. Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia. They have a Cali yeah. burger. Sa- Saudi Arabia. Kuwait. Uh, let's see. Saudi Arabia. Uh, Moj Plaza. Okay. Moj location. I don't know. Wow. Doha. See, he is a billionaire. Oh, a lot of them. Though. The airport. I think he, he's really, really rich. Wow. I guess he you is can really tell rich. by all these locations. We're like, he's a normal guy. He has a. He just has this Cali Burger franchise so, in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> so here's Jennifer Garner yeah. walking these streets alone. Wow, so sad and alone. In her clogs. In her classic mom jeans. No, they're called. Cu- in her Kulots? classic mom jeans. I don't know. All right. In March, mom Jen and John jeans. decided to slow things down a bit. In March, so we're wow. a little late on this. Um. Who said this? A, let me guess. Is it a source? <laughs> oh, a source. Yeah, a source uh, said it. <laughs> a source told ET. Jen has something very different with John than she had with Ben. Well, not anymore. Uh, Hopefully not. They're so compatible. They have great chemistry. I hope she gets back with Ben. But they're, they've taken a little time for themselves. I hope she gets back with Ben. <laughs> they've missed each Don't other. you? And both realize they want to Come spend... on. I'm a Jen Ben. I'm a, I like Jenna Ben. So are they broken up or not? Come on, give me back Ben. <laughs> I like Jen and Ben. I'm standing. I'm standing Jen Here's and Ben. Here's them together. I don't Ew. like them together. He's yeah. evil looking. Yeah. He's yeah. evil. Yeah, he's evil. He is. He he's looks like evil. he's going to eat her. He's evil. <laughs> he's evil. I don't right. like him. Right, I don't want him around. What are the kids' names? I don't fucking Get know. Get him out or away care. from Violet and yeah. and Peppermint. <laughs> Is that their name? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> she did Peppermint a movie. Garner she did a shit. Movie named Peppermint. Yeah, that movie. Yeah. 
She, she named takes it down after MS-13 the... or something? In my, oh my, in my Garner Garner fanfic, she names her kid after, after all our movies. After the MS-13 One of the kids is named 13, 13? going on 30. Okay. All right, everybody. <laughs> let's, let's move on. Let's move on. We, we have a little bit more show to get to today. You know, by the way, I have to leave at uh, 830. 8.30 today. Hey, and you know what? What's that? I have a very important meeting today in, in Beverly Hills. Oh, my. Ooh, la, la. say where. Is it on Rodeo Drive? But it's in Beverly Hills, and it's enter- an entertainment company. Oh, oh my. Me, oh, my, oh, me, Don't oh, my. Don't mean to brag, oh but it's in me, Beverly Hills. Oh, my. Beverly Hills. Let's all send good vibes to Kate. The home of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Wow. The home of. That's where their real houses are. That uh, letter that Robert Durst mailed. Oh, yeah. That, well, he spelled it wrong. He spelled it wrong. The home of probably some other people. Yeah. Let's move on. All right. Let's just President move. of the United States. Let's have, let's have such a good time, everybody. Come on. We just have to. I mean, I, this is the only part I watched. Thank you very much. Well, I'm very excited about summer. I'm, I'm doing it on Monday. I know we normally do these on Friday. Golf. <laughs> Visiting friends in prison. <laughs> and enjoying all the fantastic new tariffs from China. He's fucking terrible. He's not even trying. So bad. For our economy, not, our American he's not economy. Even he's so fire. bad at this. Fire that keeps you warm or burns your house to the ground, but it's <laughs> some kind of fire. So I'm on cruise control to his second term. He is on cruise control. And there's nothing that <laughs> yeah. Congress can do about it. So sit back and enjoy the ride, America, because tonight, well, tonight, I'm going to have myself a real good time. He feels alive, and the world will turn it inside out (laughs) and float around in ecstasy. So don't. Stop him now. Don't stop me. Because he's having a good Is this time. Is this propaganda for Trump? He's a loose cannon ripping up the loss. He's a billionaire unless you take a look at his tax returns. He's gonna hide, hide, hide. <laughs> Is she supposed to be Melania? Yeah. I want to make a super straight man out of you. <laughs> Don't stop us now. We're having such a good time. Having a ball. Having a ball. Having a ball. Having a ball. You want a huge strike. This is truly an embarrassing thing to watch. We got the votes now. Women are screwed. It was an issue. You like ago. the YouTube no, people. No, no, no. men are still in control. He's throwing stones and he lands in a big glass house. He's cheating <laughs> on every stop. I wanna make a Chick-fil-A man out of you. Don't stop me, don't stop me. Don't stop me, don't stop me. 
Do you guys like tariffs? Don't stop me. Hundred bucks for a tomato? Don't stop me. Don't stop me. Sweat me. Well, at least they're all having fun. Yeah, they're all having a good time. At least they're all having a great time up there. I'd love to see it. I, I swear to God, this is like at the same quality level. You know the times when we watch like a teacher, a music teacher sing something just like that's recorded on like a webcam, you know, and they're singing a parody song? Like, I really think... The lyrical quality here, like the quality of the parody song is exactly the same. People get paid a lot of money to make this stuff. I'm disassociating. I want to make a crazy sexy man out of you. No, what are you doing? Sorry, it's just this queen music gets me all riled up. (laughs) And hey, Dad, why weren't we invited to come sing? Yeah. Son and Eric. I'm sorry, I forgot about you guys. Well, I want to sing the song, too. All right, Eric, go ahead. It's time to play the music. It's time to light the lights. It's time to meet the Muppets on the Muppet Show tonight. All right, let's wrap this up. The NBA Finals are coming up. I don't know. I don't get that joke. Three white players over for McDonald's. (laughs) Wait a second. Oh, oh, yeah! Yeah! Is he going to try to say something? He's not investigating the president anymore. There he is, though. I have something very important to say to the American people. Something they need to hear. No collusion, no obstruction. So don't stop. I don't know what's next for me, but I wouldn't be Donald Trump if I didn't say, tune in next season to see who lives and who dies. Spoiler, I live. I live for another 150 years. And the Iron Throne will be mine. So have a wonderful summer, America. And I from New York Yeah, who is that supposed to be? Kate McKinnon wanted it. Wilbur Ross. She just like plays every. She's like the utility player playing like yeah. every member. I, I don't know. Maybe I think it was in her contract that she needed to be in every political cold open. And they they were like, "Well, what the fuck are we supposed to do now that Hillary didn't win?" So they're yeah. like, "We'll just have her like do any character in every political and... cold open." Kate, what'd you think of that? Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> we're having a good time here, everybody. That we're having such a Not good time. My cup of tea. Yeah, I thought it was Stephen Miller at first too. <laughs> Not to make cup of tea. All right. I don't know if they've done Stephen Miller on the show. Maybe they have. It All right. Falls apart in the third act, Jack. What does? That sketch. <laughs> yeah, it does. Not <laughs> my cup of tea. Not my cup of tea. Not my personal cup of tea. Let me spill the tea here. Not my cup. All right. Uh, <laughs> let's take a quick break. We'll be back in a few minutes here. With more, we'll have Stay Tony, Kate. Very exciting new service called Stay Tony. Cool. We'll, of course, talk about Scar Jost. And then a truly fucked up story about the troops. All right, we'll see you in uh, a few minutes. Hey. 
clap there. We have to clap when we come back because Kate does the the podcast one, and so we have to, to podcast. She does the podcast, the podcast, podcast, the podcast, podcast, the podcast. Um, podcast. Game of Thrones, pretty bad, but at least it's over. Yeah. Huh. At least we don't have to do that anymore. I'm glad it's done. So that's kind of nice. Yeah, it's done. We don't have to do it any longer. Like, I don't have to watch that every Sunday anymore. So I I like it in that sense. I did really enjoy the finale in that sense that we no longer all have to do this together. You know what I liked about it? (coughs) What's that? I never know what's going on on Twitter because I don't watch the show. Yeah. (laughs) You liked that? I can use my phone again on Sundays. You liked that. Did you see that thing I sent you with the... The thing with the dragon's wings behind her, and the person yeah. being like, "This is one of the most amazing shots." I saw that. In so film. let me, let me try it to pull this up here. Um, yeah, hold on. This shit. This shot is brilliant and should be shown in any film study class. Ooh, so why? what the fuck are you talking about? It's like this shot is awesome because it's like she's like a dragon. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I think it's pretty fucking surface level, to be honest yeah, with you. Extremely. What the fuck are you trying Do to show? Do you think that, like, here's the film studies class. Okay. It's like, make sure you get a dragon. What okay. are you trying to evoke in this is shot? Is he implying that this is, like, a live shot that they got? Yeah, this should be shown in every film studies class. This holy digital shot I mean, except yeah. for Amelia Clark's face. Like, I mean, he's like, okay, you got to get the dragon and make sure it flies up at the exact right time. For For first-year film students... The thing that they need to uh, observe more than anything is fully digital shots. <laughs> Completely <laughs> digital with basically no real elements in them. It looks like shit, too. Too obvious. God damn it. If you're listening to the podcast version of the show, it's Daenerys walking in a cave or some shit. She's walking out of the like, castle. And the a dragon looks like she has wings, but then it flies up above her and it's a dragon. This shot is brilliant and should be shown in any film study class. I'm like... Hashtag Game of Thrones. Whatever you say. Whatever you say, dog. You got it, dude. <laughs> you That's got it, lady. You got it, lady. To. Let's do it. Yeah. You got it, lady. The mother of dragons, she's she's like a dragon herself. Do you herself. see Kenny back there? She's like a dragon herself. Oh. All right, I'm a mother of Kenny. Of Kenny? It symbolizes she'll be an an, an angel soon. Wait, <laughs> I guess so. Jack, do you see her back there? I do. I'm gonna try to zoom in on her. Give me a sec okay, here. We'll zoom in on her. Let's get the. Uh, so the zoom Kenny is asleep go. in a furry pink blanket. It's very difficult to see her on the couch behind us. Yeah, she's asleep on a furry pink blanket. There she is. She's asleep. You see the little eyes, right? Oh yeah, there she is. She's so tired. <laughs> there she is back there. Hmm. Wow, so sleepy. Can I see my hand? If you bring it closer to your face, yeah. There she is. <laughs> there she is. There she is. All right. There's my little baby. No. <laughs> there All right, she enough. Is. Hey, don't yell, Kenny. Wake up in the chat. That's terrible. All right. Uh, Kenny. Stay Tony. Let's have a Kenny. look at Stay Tony. This is very cool. Look at this. Me. Is the new hip. Payday lending service for millennials. The fuck? This is the new hip service. Rising for rents for millennials give rise to a new breed of lender. New breed of lender. There she is. Los Angeles re- uh, resident Jennifer Burns is availing herself of uh, new loan services to pay her rent. Oh my God, this sounds so dark. <laughs> Jennifer Burns says the paychecks from her work as a model and designer in Hollywood arrive sporadically. Does that seem familiar? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Wait, are you saying because I'm a model? Yes, of course. Duh. Um, 
Uh, as a model and designer in Hollywood arrives sporadically, posing a challenge to paying monthly rent. You know the checks on the way. You just don't know when exactly. The 22-year-old said. That's why she. T- that, that's why she turned to Stay Tony. The property manager has teamed up with Uplift, one of several startups offering loans to recent college graduates, oh, professionals moving to a new city, and others who want to build credit or could use assistance making rent payments. This is not gonna end well. Uh, these companies, which include uh, Domuso and Till, are entering a market long associated with payday lenders. No, 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 no. Compared with cash advance loans, which come with an annual interest rates as high as 20, 700%, uh, funds from rent lending, uh, rent lending startups are uh, available at much lower cost. Some are competitive with credit card borrowing rates at less than 20%. It's not bad, actually. I guess maybe we should you know, do it. It's a big help for those who rely on regular paychecks or can't come up with a large move-in deposit. We're doing it, folks. This uh, is uh, right. this is our generation. This is what's happening. This is what's the this is whatever you're saddled with. Like all your student loans, you're like, fuck. How am I supposed to make any money? I have to move to one of the big cities. It's too too expensive to move to any of the big cities. Oh, I'll take out another set of loans. That ain't yeah. right. Um, and so this, I'm like, I agree with, I disagree with the Wall Street Journal's uh, uh, framing here. They're like, the pitfall to such credit is that the loans might encourage some young renters to live beyond their means. I think it's actually. For a lot of people, not possible to live within your means. The means are too small. The means Everybody. are too small. The means that they provide, that we are being provided, are simply too small. Simply too small. Pay millennials a living wage. Uh, large cities be, uh, often have a high cost of living that can push residents ever deeper into long-term debt and strain their credit scores. Oh, my God. Your credit score? All right. Outstanding uh, consumer credit, which doesn't include mortgage loans. This sounds good, huh? Terrible. Uh, which outstanding consumer credit, which doesn't include mortgage loans, exceeded four trillion dollars yep. for the first time last year, yep. according to data. From We're the all in Reserve. debt. We're all in so much debt. Uh, it's crazy. Debt. We're all in so much debt. Yeah. So th- that has. Uh, let's this see. This is stressing here. me out. Oh, I'm in so much debt. Yeah. Um, household debt exceeds the 2008 level. So this is an article. Uh, from May from May 2017 about this how this is over uh, two this is two years ago yeah this is over two years ago about how uh, household debt was beginning to exceed the 2008 level so it was all held up in mortgage before 2008 but it's all just debt and at a certain point people like default on the debt a little bit <laughs> we're gonna do that <laughs> I don't wanna uh, and then that becomes a problem that I don't becomes wanna. a problem for the lenders. Um, rising housing costs uh, uh, and a uh, several-decade trend of stagnating real wages. Boy, let me. That seems like an easy math equation to do. Uh, uh, rising housing costs combined with stagnating real wages. What could possibly happen as a result of that math equation? We're all gonna die. Uh, are making it harder for many tenants to make their rent payments. That's exactly what I'm talking about when they talk about in the first paragraph up there that it like encourages people to like live beyond their means or whatever. It's like, um, well, uh, uh, what has encouraged people to live beyond their means other than maybe rising housing costs and a several decade trend of stagnating real wages? All right. Uh, as rents have gone up, we get more and more emails and phone calls where people would ask us if they could pay their rent over time, <laughs> says Tony Diamond, founder of Stay Tony, <laughs> which manages upscale. His name is not Tony, it's Tony Diamond. His name is, is Tony, Tony it's Tony Diamond. I'm hey, sorry, but if... Hey, as rents have gone up, I'm sorry, we get more and more emails from phone calls and people want to stay hey, and they can pay their rent over time. Money. I'm, not trying to, I'm not trying to put the blame on people <laughs> like myself who are in a lot of debt who are looking for a loan to, to float them. But 
You can't get a loan from someone named Tony Diamond. <laughs> don't I mean, get a, don't get a loan from someone named Tony hey, Diamond. Let's let's, uh, let's let's be clear here. We're not putting the we're not putting the blame on anybody uh, who needs to take a loan. We're we're putting the blame squarely on uh, lenders and fucking landlords. You know what I mean? Like uh, uh, landlords have like increased the rent by an unsustainable rate, and fucking um, you know paychecks haven't gone up in that same amount of time. And yep. these are all just a bunch of fucking speculators, bunch of investors that just need to like that want to like increase the rent by what is like the legal limit every year so that they can just like make more nothing money yep they just fucking sit around and collect the money because they were able to use money to buy a place a thousand Sucks. percent um, as rents have gone up, we get more and more emails and phone calls where people in would ask us if they could pay their rent over time said Tony Diamond, founder of Stay Tony, which manages upscale apartments in the Los Angeles and Atlanta areas. Recently joined with loan vendor Uplift. Uplift. The loan vendor is called Uplift, uh, which made a name for financing family vacations to allow tenants to finance up to three months of rent over a 12-month period. So let's look at this really quickly. I pulled up Stay Tony, which um, Stay Tony, if you just look at it at first glance, it kind of appears like... It's like almost like a rental girl or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it looks like, 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 a show, like a Zillow or but something. But look at all this shit. It's like rent Beverly Hills for four forty five no, a month. That's so like evil. Hollywood from two thirty seven a month. Atlanta from three forty four a month. Go down to the bottom here. It's oh, like no, no, financing no. example. A unit with a twenty five eighty monthly rental price would have a first payment of two thirty seven due at the time of booking, plus eleven payments of two thirty seven. So we're talking about like year like a year paying off oh your monthly rent with a year of payments wait i'm sorry can you just look at the percentage rate on the apr there yeah. rates may range from seven percent that's not that's pretty good to 35.99 percent sorry what the fuck to up to 35 percent 36 uh, plus eleven payments at two thirty seven. So yes, you'd be paying. Uh, for so your, what? What for your one month like, of rent? You're live, paying twelve. Live in Beverly payments. Hills, sure. Yes. Live in Beverly Hills, sure. Um, y- y- why would you? Okay. <sighs> Look at this shit. He's like, why would you live there for a year to pay it off for twelve years? It's so funny. He's in the issue that's like reimagining capitalism. We sure are. We sure fucking are. Disruptor. Disruptor offering renters 237 move-in fee. That's Diamond Tony. That's I don't know if that's him, actually. That's just the issue that he's in. God damn. I'm look him up. Tony yeah, Diamond? I want to see what Tony... Google Tony Diamond. It would be funny if he just had like a tracksuit with so a let, bunch of do they have an about? <laughs> do they have an about page? Uh, oh, by the way, look. Hashtag affordability has held no, no, us no, back. No, 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 no. Hashtag affordability has held us back until now. Okay, so they're preying on like the Instagram generate or like Instagrammers who want to live in nicer places. Yes, this is like it's like for it's for young. It's just to rip off young people. That's what disruption is. They're like disruptor offering renters. This is not disruption. He's disrupting people's lives. They are disrupting like the lives of twenty-two-year-olds who just recently got out of college. The whole there's a whole industry now. That just preys on like the idea that people believe that like. So they this can is Tony Diamond. This is Tony Diamond. Stay Tony featured on Cheddar TV, of course. I don't Cheddar. know. Now is Tony Diamond founder. There he is. Oh my God, he oh, looks exactly how you Tony. think. Tony, Tony, wonderful to hey, have you with us. Great. Nice to be here. Thank hey, you so great much. Great to be here. 
point to be. <laughs> hey, I got a, I got a, I got a client was uh, they complaining about the uh, pipes, but said I'm joining over here at Cheddar. <laughs> It'd be a shame if you couldn't pay this rent. <laughs> I think a lot of people uh, would like to skip having to put down a payment. What well, seems like a down payment at times for an apartment, uh, right. not a house, but right that three or four months rent. And so, how does this work? Great question. So, Staytony is a corporate apartment provider. So the majority of our guests will stay with us from one to three months. And so, you know, the writing has been on the wall that... Uh, and then they'll move to another one for another 237. So what are you supposed to do? Uh, whatever. So we wanted to come up with an, an innovative way to address that. And so we had the idea of He's allowing evil our guests looking. to yeah. yeah, that's a sick individual. I don't like the way his mouth looks. Great Lakes, yeah, he does uh, look like Martin Shkreli. He looks, he's Italian Martin Shkreli. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's funny because it's like this guy. He's Martin Scalarini. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> let's keep looking here. Scalarini. Um, Alexander Kaplan, this is the last part of it. This is just something like an example. Maybe we should move to Serbia, by the way. Alexander Kaplan, a tech entrepreneur, moved back to New York after years <laughs> of living abroad. He had paid roughly 500 a month to live in what he called the Soho of Belgrade, Serbia. Let's move what to do you fucking think? Serbia. What do you think about Serbia? Sounds good as fuck. Coming back here, I was quite shocked, said Mr. Kaplan, who rents a studio apartment on Manhattan's Upper West Side for $2,800 a month. He borrowed $10,000 last year from a lone startup uh, focusing on young college graduates facing hefty move-in costs. Wonderful. Well, I mean, okay, so they're what they're doing is, I get it now, I it's think. It's like helping, it's, it's like so people can find jobs. No, it, it's because you have to get the first month, last month security, sometimes the uh, broker's fee, yeah. sometimes the cost to move into just... In New York, especially the cost to just move into an apartment that you're renting, I get that. But the, so, the solution, of payment. course, is not is not uh, like taking out like a loan on 22 year olds. Of course, well, the moving but costs I get, are I get it, I get it, I get why people yes. are falling for this. Yes, I, 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 do too. I do, I get it because it's very hard to come up with that amount of money. I agree. Like Jack and I, if we wanted to move to a cheaper place, couldn't I? Don't even think afford. The down payment. It would for be very it. difficult. It would be very difficult for us to squeeze together the first and last month rent and all that kind of shit. Uh, yes, it, and also movers and all that kind of stuff. Of course, um, that's reflective, of course, of like that we are living in a world where like rent prices are going up and wages have stagnated over many decades at this point. Like that's like the bigger issue there is that renters hold all or uh, uh, landlords like hold all the cards and can just charge us and bleed us for whatever they would like. Um, and so here we are. This is uh, we're at the point where disruption is people taking out uh, uh, payday loans to pay their rent, wow. and it's cool. And this is for very young evil. Yeah, very how about evil. That? How about well, that? so we have a little more than fifteen minutes of show left. Yeah. Jack does have therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. So we only have two truly hellish stories left. Two truly, truly nightmarish tales remain. Uh, the first, of course, is that. Uh, Scarlett Johansson and SNL's Colin Jost are engaged after two years of dating. The first marriage, this will be the first marriage for the Saturday Night Live star while it'll be Johansson's third. Yeah, she has been married twice. This is uh, she's married. She was married to Ryan Reynolds. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Um, She's got a type. Boring, funny, guys. (laughs) Very boring and funny. Anyway, Scarlett Johansson and Colin Jost are getting married after two years of dating. The couple is engaged. The actress publicist Marcel Paris. So you gotta love, you love when you hear the news from a publicist like that. <laughs> when the happy couple passes along the message. That's how to we their, announced uh, our engagement. Oh yeah, of course. You know, the first one to hear is your publicist, who then passes it along to the family. Um, 
No wedding date has been set, according to Pariseau. Do you think they'll just elope to uh, to the Hamptons? <laughs> I mean, if it's your third wedding, I think you have to elope, right? Yeah, yeah, I guess. Uh, you know, uh, uh, this will be the first marriage, third for uh, Johansson. Finalize her divorce from her second hundred uh, husband, Romaine Doriac. Uh, okay, married to actor Ryan Reynolds. Wonderful. Hey. Congratulations! I got it. Let me know if uh, if anybody finds out where they're registered. I would love to get something for. Um... Look how happy they are. Yeah, very. They oh. look very, very happy to me. Oh, look at that! The the chemistry. Is this why Black Widow died? <laughs> so she had more time for this. Yeah. I think they're gonna have kids. Hey, you remember this article? This is a little Colin Jost throwback. SNL star Colin yeah. Jost's uh, guide never to the Hamptons. This. Where to eat, drink, and run into Seinfeld. We'll, not, we'll never forget bum, this. Bum, 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 bum. The, the show's co-head writer, who grew up on Staten Island, bought a Montauk oceanfront home in 2016 and has settled into summers in the fancy Hamptons. I never came out to the Hamptons when I was younger. It was always a fancy and exotic place. My grandmother, who was turning 103, lives in Lafayette, New Jersey, and I grew up in Staten Island, where I was on the swim team and became a lifeguard. Um, Montauk is very beach-oriented with surfing, fishing, fishing, a lot of bars and restaurants on docks. It has laid-back elements similar to Staten Island, part of why I'm drawn to it. I came out for the first time to surf 10 years ago and rented a house with writers and cast from SNL, including, of course, Will Forte, Andy Samberg, John Solomon, and Marika Sawyer. Mm. I had just started learning to surf in L.A., and Montauk has probably the best surfing on the East Coast. We were there after a late. Are week you really going to read this day, whole article? And I hadn't realized Jack. how perfect a time Jack. that was. I didn't know how much natural beauty there was with all the farmland, foliage, and cliffs. How after many that, times have we read this article? Would rent for a week or two and come for long weekends, especially in September. Sorry, everyone. My husband's brain is broken. When I first I can't bought my in Montauk, can't a stop. fellow writer was out there and asked my address because <laughs> he wanted he to start. Dr. Fuzz, we can talk now. I, I muted his mic. Yeah, so... So Jack's still going. What do you think about this wedding, Kate? You know, I think... <laughs> I don't think it's going to last. Call me a pessimist. Really? I yeah. mean, it seems that, like, she's just settling down. He's... You think, he's I think they're going to have kids. They're going to have kids for sure. Yeah, you, you think they're going to have some, like, crazy names? No, I think Normal their names, names will be, like, Bread, Joe's. I was just going to say <laughs> Bread. Bread, yeah. Joe's, Toast, Joe's, and uh, Cracker, Joe's. Um, and Biscuit, Joe's. Biscuit, Joe's. Yeah. It's all going to be different kinds of breads. Yeah. Ooh, Roll, Joe's. Chip, Joe's. Chip, Joe's. Uh, tortilla, Joe's. Tortilla, no, no, too ethnic. Too ethnic, yeah. yeah. Toast, Joe's. All right, Toast I right. the whole thing. Jack, how funny do you Toast think? Toast Jost. To Colin Jost, the funniest funny man. We Toast Jost. Jack, <laughs> Jack, how funny do you think? And we all know Scarlett jo- uh, We all know Colin Jost is very funny, but how funny do you think Scarlett Johansson is? Oh, man. Well, I mean, if she's spending this much time with, with Colin Because guess Jost, what? It's got a robot. They got the same sense of humor. They do? Scarlett and Colin are in love and share many of the same interests. So she probably also likes going to the Hamptons to eat and run into Seinfeld. Uh, they also have the same sense of humor, says a source. Yeah. The same sense of humor. They have the same sense of they humor. They have the same Unbelievable. sense of humor. Colin Jost does listen to Come Town. Is that true? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Hmm, I don't care for mm-hmm. that. Mm, maybe Come Town's bad now. Yeah. I'm just joking. Um, uh, Jack? What? I, I bet They have does. the same sense of humor. Uh, so her sense of humor is to, is not. Is, she doesn't have a... She's is not? not? Is not. Is not? So her com- sense of humor is not. Is not? Is not. 
is right. not. No, it's probably like you know f- puns about Game of Thrones, that kind of stuff. Yeah, you want a taste of what her uh, what her oh, sense no. of humor is? <laughs> Let's see. Oh no. Let's have no, a Jack. Look. Don't even. Jack's trying to find a clip this of be the weekend one? update. Don't just don't do it. It was reported that more than four hundred million pieces Why of plastic wet? has uh, washed up on a remote island in the Indian Ocean. And for reference, here's what four hundred million pieces of plastic looks like. <laughs> oh! Comedian Chris Rock is teaming up with Lionsgate on a reboot this of the This is actually Song, bizarre. Which I assume yes, he will I be recalling like that Saint. Yeah. <laughs> Saint, okay. That's a fun joke. Well, in... A new survey <laughs> ranks the Boston accent as one of the sexiest accents in America. But keep in mind, the survey was conducted by Catastrophic Hearing Loss magazine. That's the kind of humor that you might hear Scarlett Johansson find Jack, funny. Jack, thank you so much for, for tacking that on. To, Why? Just to make this segment even longer than it had to be. Really, truly helpful. And uh, we love it. Love and we more. love you for it. Don't. Don't. Okay. Don't. Set over a new episode of the PBS children's cartoon Arthur, in which Arthur's teacher is revealed to be gay. Meanwhile, no one seems to care that Peppa Pig's head is a full-on penis. That's kind of funny, Jack. That was kind not. Of That's kind of funny. It does look like a penis. I mean, Jack. Hello. I guess you don't have the same sense of humor as Scarlett Johansson. I guess I don't. Wow. I guess I don't. I guess I don't. All right. Um, well, this is going to be quite the transition. This, we're, this is going to be quite the segue here. Hey, who's ready for some uh, actual true nightmarish hell? Some real, real bad stuff. Sure, why not? Let's close out the show. Wouldn't with, be Jack uh, I am without some a true, true be absolute j- nightmare yeah. world topic. Um, well, let's start right here, okay? We'll start with this one, which is... Uh, Trump may be preparing pardons for servicemen accused of war crimes. So this is... Uh, I think you all do podcasts, too. This is um, Special Operations Chief Edward Gallagher of the Navy SEALs. Okay. Damn, so, I really was hoping this this topic would be about the guy who smashes watermelons for comedy. They are getting uh, together... Uh, well, he doesn't smash watermelons. Uh, this is truly some bad stuff. He is uh, preparing pardons for servicemen accused of war crimes. So let's look at uh, exactly... What uh, what Gallagher was like accused of doing? Navy SEALs were warned against reporting their chief for war crimes. Great. There's a picture of uh, Chief uh, of Chief Edward Gallagher with like a missile launcher, fucking rocket launcher, smiling all super big, mustached out. Got kind of a Doctor Fuzz look to him, to be honest oh, with you. Oh no! Don't uh, say that. Ab- don't say that about our doctor. Okay. <laughs> um, stabbing a defenseless teenage captive to death. Picking off a school-aged girl and old man from a sniper's roost. Indiscriminately uh, spraying neighborhoods with rockets and machine gun fire. Navy SEAL commandos from Team 7's Alpha Platoon said they had seen their highly decorated platoon chief commit shocking acts in Iraq. And they spoke up repeatedly, uh, but their frustration grew as months passed and they saw no sign of official action. Tired of being brushed off, they called a private meeting with their troop commander. According to a confidential Navy criminal investigation record uh, obtained by the New York Times, they gave him the bloody details and asked for a formal investigation. But instead of launching an investigation, the troop commander and his senior enlisted aide, both longtime comrades of the accused platoon leader, uh, warned the seven platoon members that speaking out could cost them and others their career, according to the uh, report there. 
according to the investigation report, the troop commander, uh, Robert Bryce, said in the meeting that while the SEALs were free to report the killings, the Navy might not look kindly on rank-and-file team members making allegations against the chief. Their careers could be sidetracked, he said, and their elite status revoked. Um, referring to eagle and trident badges worn by the SEALs, he said, the Navy will pull your birds. Uh, the enlisted aide, Mayor Chief Petty Officer Brian Alazwi, uh, warned them that the frag radius, the area damaged by an explosion uh, from a war crime investigation of Chief Gallagher, would be wide enough to uh, take down a lot of other SEALs as well. So they're like, you know, if you're a whistleblower, this will like uh, fuck it up. This will uh, make it so that uh, other people are going to come down too. So let's check it out. Uh, uh, as Chief Gallagher's men were sounding an alarm about, uh, kill about killings in Iraq, his superiors were lavishing praise on him. An evaluation quoted in the investigative report called Chief Gallagher the best chief of the 12 in the team, and this is the man I want leading uh, SEALs in combat. A few days after the March 2018 meeting, the chief was awarded a Bronze Star for Valor uh, in Iraq. Um, a month later, they finally succeeded in spurring their commanders to formally, uh, formally report the killings of three Iraqis. He was arrested in September on more than a dozen charges, including premeditated murder and attempted murder. Uh, and if convicted, he can uh, spend life in prison. So they finally did arrest him. Uh, let's have a look here. Uh, uh, they, che they charged his uh, immediate superior with failing to report the evidence. He pleaded not guilty. He also declined to be interviewed. Um, another, uh, a number of other high-ranking SEALs knew of the allegations against the chief and did not report them. No one else has been charged. Uh, learned of the 28 Chief Gallagher learned of the 2018 meeting soon after it happened, uh, and he began working to turn other SEALs against the accusers. I just got word these guys went crying to the wrong person, Chief Gallagher wrote to a fellow chief in one of hundreds of text messages included in the report. Um, to another, he wrote, the only good thing we can do, uh, the only thing we can do as good team guys is pass on uh, is pass the word on those traitors. They are not brothers at all. Citing his text, the Navy said uh, kept the chief in the brig to await trial, saying that he was uh, trying to influence the uh, the investigation. He denies that accusation as well. Um, okay, Chief Gallagher showed little uh, regard. This is, by the way, the guy that might get. Um, that might get uh, pardoned by Trump here. So a little regard for the safety of team members or the lives of civilians. Their mission was to advise Iraqi forces and provide assistance with snipers and drones. But they said the chief wanted to clear houses and start firefights. Um, they, he ordered them to take needless risks and to fire rockets at houses for no apparent reason. Uh, he routinely packed an armored truck on the Tigris River Bridge and emptied the truck's heavy machine gun into neighborhoods on the other side with no discernible targets, according to one senior SEAL. This is us. This is America here. This is us in America. Uh, he, his job was to plan and oversee missions for the platoon, but platoon members said he spent much of his time in a hidden perch with a sniper rifle, firing, uh, firing two, uh, three or four times as much as the other platoon members. They say he boasted about the number of people he had killed, including women, of course. That's wonderful. He was getting badges and shit back here in America. Uh, photos from the deployment that were stored in a hard drive seized by uh, show the chief aiming sniper rifles and rocket launchers from rooftops in the city. Take Normal guy. Two SEAL investigators told investigators that one day from his sniper vest, um, Chief Gallagher shot a girl in a flower print hijab uh, who was walking with two other girls on the riverbank. No. One of those snipers said, uh, uh, as the girl, you know, she stopped clutching her stomach and the other girls dragged her away. This is us, folks. This is us. This is us. Uh, I this don't is respecting like the this. troops. Uh, I don't um, support the troops. Another day, the two snipers said uh, he shot a an unarmed man in a white robe with a wispy gray beard. Man fell. Uh, he ordered a hatchet and a hunting knife, both handmade by a SEAL veteran. This uh, is a damn war crime. Hatchets have become an unofficial SEAL symbol, and uh, some operators carry and use them on deployments. Uh, 
Chief Gallagher told Mr. Arabiato in a text message shortly after arriving in Iraq, I'll try and dig that knife or hatchet on someone's skull. How nice. Iraqi troops uh, brought in an Islamic State fighter who had been wounded in leg in battle. SEALs told investigators, uh, and Chief Gallagher responded over the radio saying, he's mine. Uh, The SEALs estimated the captive was about 15 years old. Uh, A medic was treating the wound on the ground when Chief Gallagher walked up without a word and stabbed the wounded teenager several times in the neck and once in the chest with his hunting knife, killing him. Uh, Minutes after the death, Chief Gallagher and his commanding officer gathered some nearby SEALs for a re-enlistment ceremony, snapping photos of the platoon standing over the dead body. Uh, A week later, records show, Chief Gallagher texted a picture of the dead captive to a fellow SEAL in California, saying, good story behind this, got him with my hunting knife. There we are. There we are, everybody. Uh, members of the platoon hope the chief will be reprimanded when they return home from Iraq in 2017, according to the report. It did not happen. The report said they spoke uh, repeatedly to Lieutenant Superior, Commander Bryce, and uh, to Master Chief Alizawi and uh, another Team 7 Master Chief, but were told to decompress and let it go. All right. Well, that's uh, that's the sort of... Uh, anyway, I just wanted to r- r- uh, remind everybody that... Uh, Trump may be preparing pardons for servicemen accused of war crimes. There he is. There's uh, Edward Gallagher of the Navy SEALs. This is how I feel about that. All right. There we go. Oh, boy. There's a crying baby on the screen. A little crying baby. All right, everybody. I don't have to tell you. I told this is a brutal. F- I told you this is going to be a brutal fucking story to end. Jack, this. we have three minutes of show left, and yeah. you've just gutted us. I don't know what to Why tell you. Why making us die? Because I read this story this morning, and I was like, "Good God, what a fucking horrendous thing!" All right, how and, you know? It's worth thinking about, like uh, what these wars are and everything. And you know, we are about there's to, a uh, real human cost of these wars, and everyone's to getting a- Iran too. Everyone's getting away with it. Everyone's getting get- away with it. We're just murdering people out there. And you know what? To fill the, the, the light in the mood today, Jack, I think you should show the baby filter Monday pictures one more time. <laughs> Here we are. By the way, just uh, before we go, if Iran wants to fight, that will be the official end of Iran. Never threaten the United States again, okay. says Trump at Great. midday yesterday. And All right, let's show the baby, pictures, those baby pictures one more time. Oops, that's... Uh, you wanted the filter on Edward <laughs> Gallagher? Sorry. I know. It's not. There I am. There's Jack as a baby. Baby filter Jack. There's me as a as a baby. Baby filter Jack. There's, there's baby Kate, filter Kate. As, as a baby. And, of course, the little nasty one. <laughs> That's Kate, nasty to you? <laughs> you said that, I believe. Nasty. You said that in no, your text. No, you said nasty. I think you said that in your original text. <laughs> and I think I can even find that out. You're what like, this I one th- looks nasty or something <laughs> like... This one, like, looked gross or something. You said, uh, this is so disturbing. I didn't say nasty. All right. My mom's here. She just subscribed. Ten-month streak. Well, everybody. Show the Dr. Fuzz one. Oh, yeah. It's terrible. There we go. There we go. All right. Well, as you know, we end shows on Monday at 8.30. So but it's not 8.30 yet. We still have one more minute. What are we going to do? Jack, sing us a song. Remember no. when that lady said parkour? Par- yeah, play that again. Right, That'll be a fun way to... Park- parkour thing. Let's see here. Parker. I think it was that one. Yeah, I think it was that one, too. <laughs> well, we're glad you're on our podcast. Do you listen to podcasts? Ah, no. Okay. Play it again, well, Jack. I mean, right. of course Jackie, we'll listen to this one. So we want... <laughs> well, we're glad you're on our podcast. Do you- 
That's going to be a sound alert tomorrow, right? <laughs> well, we're Can glad we you're on our podcast. Podcast. Just have it say the word podcast. Don't even have the other words in it. <laughs> well, we're glad you're on our podcast. On our podcast. Our podcast. All right. Podcast. 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 Welcome to the podcast. podcast. On our podcast. So, Jack, people are asking any other streams today? Uh, it's possible. It's possible. I have to think about it. Uh, All right. Well, that's been the end of the show. <laughs> Thank you for watching Jack AM, a.k.a. Stay K-N-A-M. tuned for the Gaming one. Uh, we will be back tomorrow at 7 a.m. Pacific time. And if you listen... And thank you, if, if you're listening to the podcast version of the show, yeah. thanks for listening to the podcast. Thanks for listening to the podcast. All right. Uh, goodbye, everybody. Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye. All right. This is the outro song of Jack AMFM. It's the oh, outro. Oh, yeah. Well, it's the outro, everyone. Uh, we hope you enjoyed that. Another episode of Jack AM. Um, as we said in the intro, um, if you like what you heard and you want to see stuff as well, tune in any every weekday at twitch.tv slash Jack AM. Yeah. Uh, but otherwise, thank you for listening. Please subscribe to the podcast here on iTunes. Yeah, and uh, rate or and whatever. review us, tell your friends, and uh, tell your friends to subscribe on Twitch, too. Yeah. So Some uh, people are visual people. Some people are audio people. Whatever you are is fine. Um, anyway, thank you for listening to the show, and uh, we will be back soon. Bye.